Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are intentionally choosing to fix your heart on Jesus. My hope and prayer are that this study would encourage you and remind you of who he is. The holidays can be crazy and life can be challenging, but when we shift our focus and remember who he is, everything changes. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media. You can also hit the button to share the episode via text with them. We both know we could all use something that will help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. If you want to know God through His Word better, I am giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of the study away to our members. And we have a special Advent series going through the Christmas narrative. Our teachers are Jamie Ivey, Tony Collier, Whitney Caps, MMA Jenkins, and myself with worship from Christine Knuckles. Do not miss this. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now, let's get started with celebrating who he is. Day 9, Surpassing Ordinary, Transcendent by Andy Andrew. If you haven't already, take some time to pray. Praise God. Repent of sin. Ask for others in yourself. Yield to God today. Then wait and listen. Millions of eyes were glued to their televisions across the world to watch the wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle as they became the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. I was in Melbourne, Australia, all alone in my hotel room, glued to the picture of pomp and pageantry that was unfolding on the world stage. This wedding was like none other that I'd ever seen. Bishop Michael Curry preached the unadulterated gospel, and every little detail throughout exuded hope, reconciliation, and most of all, love. The wedding came at a time that the world desperately needed a little bit of hope to move into our neighborhoods. Just a day earlier at Santa Fe High School in Texas, yet another mass shooting took place, breaking our hearts while throwing more chaos into the already brewing cauldron of hot hot mess. Racism, sexism, wars, rumors of wars, political debates, and division, the list literally feels endless. The times we are living in can be jarring, often confronting and painful to behold. It's no wonder people were glued to their televisions to watch the redemptive story of an ordinary American biracial girl receiving a crown as she married into royalty. We needed this story. Read Ecclesiastes 3.10. Ecclesiastes 3.10. I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. What a beautiful thing that God has planted in your heart. There is something in the human heart that longs for the kingdom of God to come in new, tangible ways into our lives, in our homing beacon that is looking for what is real, the eternal. Our hearts are searching for what will last forever. We long for the fairy tale of redemption to be true, and it is true. A transcendent, unreachable, unknowable God who is far beyond our human understanding, stooped low to love us redeem us, to save us, to touch us, to walk with us. He has placed a crown upon our heads, satisfied our desires with good things, and is continually renewing our lives, even in the midst of pain and turmoil. 
Romans 11, 33 through 36 says, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable his judgments and his past beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him is the glory forever. The tail end of the above scripture says, to him is the glory forever. Question, what can you do today to bring glory to our almighty transcendent God? I saw Jesus in a new way the day I saw the passion of the Christ. This wasn't just a movie. I found myself wondering how and why the God of the universe would transcend space and time to rescue me. Why would the very word, the living expression who was with God at the very beginning of creation, why would he leave his heavenly throne to give his life for me, for you, for us? The message puts it this way. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with his own eyes, the one of a kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. He became a fragile baby, God wrapped in flesh. He lowered himself to walk a mile in our shoes, yet at the same time, he is transcendent. He goes beyond our limits of human experience and knowledge, beyond earthly categories and understanding, independent of the world and our way of doing things. He is holy, untouchable, yet because like us, so like us that we could reach out and touch him. God is our incomprehensible creator who moves beyond time and space, surpassing and exceeding our ordinary human limits. He is righteous and just. He is vastly unsearchable, unknowable, unfathomable, and yet he stooped low and seeks to be known by us. This heavenly paradox is too good to be true. Prompt. Though it's difficult to wrap our hearts and minds around the awesomeness of God, after all, He really is just beyond amazing. Jot down a few words that describe who He is to you. A transcendent God is too holy for her sin and therefore must turn His face away from us. Yet He chose to send His Son, turning His face toward us. He desires to walk in the cool of the garden with us, close to us, connected to the very ones he was cre- has created to be with in relationship. This is the very reason his son Jesus came to rescue us, washing us clean by his blood and bringing us home as sons and daughters. He is our righteousness. This is all too wonderful to behold, too overwhelming to fathom with our finite minds. Yet our transcendent God has broken through the barriers of our sin, drawing us close to his heart. Recently, one of my sons asked me, if God has always existed, who created him? To which I said, um, uh, well, I guess that's one of the questions we'll have to ask God when we get to heaven. Good answer, right? It's a question that still boggles my mind to this day. I can't wrap my finite mind around the reality that he has always existed, that he speaks and galaxies appear. And on top of all of that, he wants to be with me, all of me. Our transcendent God has made himself known to us. In the midst of this season, sit and ponder how the God of the universe stooped low, the word made flesh and blood vulnerable and tangible, moving into the neighborhood to walk with you, love you, and rescue you. The story of his kingdom come is real. 
Take a moment and write out your definition for today's attribute of God. God is transcendent. Doer of the word, how can you apply what you have learned from the Lord today? Is there anything you should do or stop doing in obedience or faith because of what you've read? Who should you tell? What is something you can share about today? Stop and ask God to show you who to share this with today. Pray over that person or group and ask God for an opportunity and courage to share. I hope that was encouraging to you. This Advent study was brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. As a reminder, I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to all of our members. Plus, we have a special Advent series going through the Christmas narrative. Our teachers are Jamie Ivey, Tony Collier, Whitney Caps, Mimi Jenkins, myself, with worship from Christy Knuckles. Friend, do not miss this. You have nothing to lose with that week trial. I'm so grateful you joined us today. James 1.22 in the ESV says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly, Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. And if you loved today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.